welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Well, Broads, to say that Becca and I are excited today would be an absolute understatement. I mean, this is, I don't know if you notice right now, but I have the longest eyelashes I can wear because my acrylics, I wanted to wear long acrylics in honor of this guest. I wanted to get like dramatic hair going, but all I had was the lashes right now because of the lockdown. The lashes are looking good. The lashes are fluttering in the Thank wind. You. I can see them from a satellite. Thank I'm you. loving it. I appreciate Meanwhile, it. I'm looking like trash. You always look I've gorgeous. Got- Thank you. Queen. Don't flatter me, hon. <laughs> well, without further ado, listen. We have an icon today mm-hmm. that all mm-hmm. of the broads I know are just me so excited. Um, a national treasure. <laughs> an icon. Stop, stop, stop. 14 <laughs> seasons of the Long Island Medium and a new podcast called Hey Spirit. We are joined by the Long Island Medium herself, Teresa Caputo. Thank Woo! you. Round well, of applause. I don't have the long eyelashes, but I did show up with my hair and my nails done. So. I mean, I'm <laughs> loving the hair. I mean, how, I don't know how you're looking so, so quaffed and fabulous during this, this, you know, oh my God, quarantine situation. How have you been able to keep up? I mean, my goodness. You know what? I just, I just focus on what I have control over and Mm. I really, you know, made sure that I still kept my exercise routine, still eat it, you know, still, still eat properly. You know, look, you fall off the wagon every once in a while, you know, (laughs) but, um, you know, I just try to really hop back in and just really kind of take care of myself, you know? I, so just off the cuff, one of my biggest questions, and we're just going to jump right into it. One of my biggest questions is, okay, so I'm assuming everyone knows you are a medium. Now, since this quarantine situation has happened, it's been such a insanely stressful, painful, hectic year. What has that been doing as far as the spirit world goes? Have you been picking up on Ooh, more than normal? Like, does the energy feel? Yeah. What has that been like? You know, it, it's kind of like the question when people say to me, like around the time of Halloween, they're like, oh my God, you must be really busy. It's Halloween. And yeah. I'm like, it's like that for me every day. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, it's hard because I'm um, usually typically I'm out on the road. I'm doing live events and mm-hmm. traveling all over the country and I'm not able to do that. Um, but now uh through this pandemic, I've learned that through Zoom, Skype, however, I'm able to connect people with their departed loved ones. Wow. So, yeah. So it's been it's been very um, interesting, you know. Were you like, were you worried about that at first or have you known for a while that you're kind of able to do this sort of stuff digitally? Well, I used to do long before Long Island Medium, I used to do phone readings. So so I kind of feel like Zoom is the new phone reading. It's actually better because I get to see the person, you know, and and still be able to feel. And that's the thing, you know, we just finished um, filming uh, Long Island Medium and majority of the sessions were over Zoom. And it's still amazing on how you can feel that emotion. Mm. And it hasn't lost that, you know. Mm. But then we were able to read people in person as well, you know, taking all the precautions, everyone being tested and wearing masks and things like that. But, um, you know, nothing, not even a pandemic will stop spirit from channeling. (laughs) Wow. Okay. So can you talk a little bit about that journey? You just touched on how you used to do phone readings. Can you talk about obviously a little bit in childhood when you first knew that you had a connection to the spirit world and then also sort of how you have made a career 
out of helping people right. in this area. It's crazy because like, I'm the first one to say that what I do is crazy. Like, how can someone communicate with someone that has died? This is insane because I was born like this. Mm. I, I've always said it. I don't know anything different. All I know is that I sense and feel the souls of the departed. I can't explain how it happens. What ha- I can tell you what it feels like, but it just happens. And it wasn't until like I thought, uh, you know, I've been seeing spirits since I'm four. I would always sense and feel things, say things to my mom. I'd, I'd be like, I would say to my mom, I don't feel right. I, I don't feel like I belong here. I feel different than everyone else. Mm-hmm. And my mom would literally say to me, she'd be like, okay. She's like, well, you you do belong here. You're not adopted. And mm-hmm. I I had the best childhood. You know, I had parents that, and my grandparents only lost my grandparents within the past 10 years. So I was very fortunate and nobody ever made like a big deal about the things that I would say or bring up. And it wasn't until later in my twenties that I found out that not only was I connecting with my own departed loved ones, but everyone else's. Oh, what do you mean you found out? Was that a more a sudden Uh, revelation? A a, a thousand percent. Like it was, you have to understand we, and and I kind of compare this to everything in life. We tend to the things that we experience. We think everyone experiences that, right? Mm. We think everyone, right? Sure. So it's the same thing for me. I literally grew up thinking that people saw someone standing at the end of their bed at night, heard people speak to them in a room and there was no one else in the room but themselves Mm. or just felt and sensed things and there would be no reason why I would be sensing or feeling these things. So for me, I thought it was normal because I kind of, as I got older, blocked it. That's where the problem for me came in. I Mm. started struggling with anxiety uh, where I couldn't, it was so crippling that I couldn't leave my house. Mm. And that was at the point after I had my daughter, Victoria, my son was four, uh, was five and Victoria was a year old. And my anxiety was at an all time high. Mm. And my mom had said to me, why don't you go see uh, my friend? She does spiritual awareness classes. She's a healer. So I was like, I got nothing to lose. And then through that class is I found out why I would walk into a room and there'd be no reason. And all of a sudden I felt like I couldn't breathe. You know, um, it it was, I was picking up a soul of someone connected to someone in that room. Mm. So for five years, I struggled with it. I was like, okay, this is crazy. No one can communicate with someone that has died. And why Why was I chosen? Mm-hmm. Why me? And then, you know, um, I share this with people because people ask. I am a practicing Catholic. So for me, it was like, okay, if God blessed me with this gift, what am I supposed to do with this? Yeah. What do I do? Uh, listen, I am a scaredy cat. <laughs> I sleep with a nightlight. I don't know about you guys, but I, I'm 53. I sleep with a nightlight and I still live next door to my parents. So <laughs> if I could, I would. <laughs> I'm still be living in their home. I'm too scared at night. <laughs> but, you know, people are always amazed by that. Like, what? And I'm like, that was it. It was like, listen, I don't want to be scared, you know? And so I kind of put my gift in God's hands and said, look, if this is my soul's journey here in the physical world, I am putting my gift in your hands. I will walk through every door that you open for me. Mm. And here I am 20 some 25 years later. 
Wow. Now I have to ask, um, Jess and I were both raised in Christian households, and I'm curious mm-hmm. if there was any conflict with maybe not your parents or your immediate family, but maybe the culture of your Catholic faith. And I know there's a lot of kind of stigma sometimes in the religious oh, sure. world about communicating with the spirit world. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I have to say my parish, very supportive. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not, uh, when I go to de- when I go to mass, no one you know, is throwing stones at me. <laughs> Great to hear. <laughs> uh, or, or like, be, you know, people always, a lot of people coming up to me, oh my God, your gift has helped me. Wow. Um, you know, just watching your show has brought me so much peace and to see you in person just brings me so much comfort. So, and that's what it's about. I mean, like, yeah. I, I also tell people, like, I'm not here to say, oh, I want you to believe in mediums, uh, believe in me. I want you to believe in yourself. I want people to have, when they have the experience, to know that they still have that soul bond, that soul connection with their departed loved ones. Mm. It's not final. The only thing that we lose is that physical bond, that physical connection. And that is it. Mm. That's special. I think that's a gift to give people. Yeah. And and we all have it. We all have it with our own loved ones. But for me to be able to connect with other souls Mm. and, and, you know, and and that's the other thing, like when I say like, this is crazy, like there are common things that spirit might talk about and refer to. Look, that's not my fault or spirit's fault that there's only so many different ways that people can die, mm-hmm. so many different bonds and relationships. But what spirit does with every healing message they have me deliver, they have me validated with something completely unique to you, something that might not make sense. You know, because I tell people when they come into a session, I know you probably came in here with a list and said, okay, pop, <laughs> if this is really you, I want you to talk about this, 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 and this. You know, and, and I I always say your loved ones might talk about things like that on your list, but they're going to talk about things that you're not expecting them Hmm. to bring up because that's what I need. I need Hmm. something that there's no way that I could find out. Only you would know or your loved one would know. And it's just that validation of peace. Mm -hmm. Okay, broads, we're going to take a quick pause. Um, Well, nothing really hits the refresh button quite like updating your personal space, right? Ever since I was a teenager, moving around the furniture, adding something new in my bedroom worked some sort of magic on my mood and energy. And Mm. now that I'm an adult, I get to move and change up my living space as much as my heart desires. What a dream. The joys of being an adult. Um, And with the help of Article, it's easier and more affordable than ever. If you've ever tried to shop for furniture before and you've instantly got frustrated with the amount of options, long delivery times, or insane price tags, those are all very annoying things. Article is what you've been looking for. Just trust us. Article is an online home shopping platform that combines the curation and the quality of a boutique furniture store with the simplicity of shopping online. I've always hated shopping for furniture because after a few hours, everything just seems to simultaneously go together and not go together. And I no longer know which way is up or down. I'm like, what am I even shopping for? anymore. None of that with Article. Their team of designers are dedicated to just a few aesthetics like mid-century Scandinavian, industrial, and bohemian. So you can easily shop in one collection knowing everything will go together seamlessly. Their site is not overwhelming. They have the perfect amount of options. Absolutely perfect. And by the way, forget those six to ten week delivery times, uh, which is always shocking after you purchase something. When shopping with Article, shipping is free on all orders over $999. All in-stock items are delivered in two weeks or less, and they offer a super simple 30-day return policy, giving your space a refresh has never been easier. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Go to article.com slash chatty, and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. 
That's article.com slash chatty to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Brads, I literally cannot believe that my baby girl is five now. Oh my God. Oh, it's crazy to me. Five. <sighs> Beck and I talk all the time about this and how heck? like when you're a parent, every I know it's just so typical, but your little ones, they grow up so fast. They, they really do. Oh my God. I know my baby's almost two. Oh my God. Two. They're getting so I remember old. when Ember was two. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, man, that makes me so emotional. Yeah. Well, for me, one of my favorite parts of being a mom is watching my daughter learn. There's something about a kiddo's mind grasping new concepts mm. that's just, it's like pure and it's magic. It's so, it's, it's exciting. It's such an honor to watch. I feel like it's I feel cool. honored. It's cool. I'm like, it. wow, I'm like witnessing your development in front yeah. of me. And I think that's so cool. It's magic. And Ember's favorite way to feed her curiosity and discover new things by a mile is through KiwiCo. Well, KiwiCo is the subscription box made for curious learners from age two to 99 that delivers innovative learning crates each month that focus on a variety of subjects like science, art, and geography. And it's so cool because everything you need for each product project is included in the box and the projects are developed in a way that helps explain a concept in a, to a totally new way that's super fun and easy for kids to grasp. Mm -hmm. Ember's she just loves every single crate we've ever gotten from KiwiCo. I swear when the box comes, it's like Christmas. We get so many whoops it ups. <laughs> she flips every <laughs> single time. We even go and look at the site um, between deliveries because she gets so excited Aww. and she's so, so stoked about what's going to come in the mail next month. Um, she has her eye on the arcade claw crate. But like I said, once the delivery comes, she just absolutely flips whatever it is inside. KiwiCo is redefining learning with hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. And there's something for every kid or kid at heart at KiwiCo. So you can get 30% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code chatty at kiwico.com. And that's 30% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code chatty at kiwico.com. That's 30% off your first month at kiwico.com. Promo code chatty. When I was, which by the way, uh, Long Island Medium is on Discovery Plus now, and you know, in excitement, I've just been binging, and it's just been the best. <laughs> My best girlfriend and I used to watch like every episode, um, and been rewatching. It's so great. And one of the things that you brought up in an episode that I watched recently, and I wanted to ask about it, is you mentioned you were um, talking with a little girl who seem to be having these like psychic like already at four and she reminded you guys, yeah you mm -hmm. guys have the same birthday yeah. mm -hmm. and you said to her um that because she, she was afraid and you're like there are no ghosts and so I wanted to ask you about that like obviously we're always like oh my god the haunted house the ghost mm -hmm. w what would be like your your description of like the difference between when someone's talking about a ghost versus the spirit so I, a ghost is to me some, a soul or a spirit that is not in God's white light, something that would be haunting mm -hmm. or teasing or an, a negative energy attaching to you. I don't deal with anything like that. Mm -hmm. You know, um, th there are mediums and psychics out there that do deal with those things. I stay clear from that. Mm -hmm. um, I don't want to, and, and it was validated before that I, and this is my best way to interpret it for you and what you're asking between ghosts and spirit. And, and I think it's easy to say ghosts because if we don't know about something about something, right, we immediately were afraid and that fear comes in. So it has to be negative, right? Right. So 
I will share a quick story so you understand like what I say, all souls walk in God's white light that channel through me um, and that I do feel that I am protected by my spirit guides, my loved ones and God, if you don't mind me saying that. Um, I remember reading a woman and unfortunately her daughter was murdered and uh, the daughter had come through and the daughter said to me, and I could see there's someone with her, but I can't feel anything from that entity that, that I, I couldn't really see it. I could just feel it, but I couldn't hear anything from that. I couldn't get any information from that entity. And she said, please tell my mom that he knows what he did, what he took from the family and that he is sorry and there is remorse. And I'm saying to myself, how am I going to say this mm. to this woman? Because it was her boyfriend's soul that I was sensing because he then committed suicide after he murdered her. And, you know, I learned that it's not up to me to what to say and what not to say. So I said this to the woman and the woman broke down crying and she said, that is why I came here. That's what Mm -hmm. I wanted to know. Mm -hmm. I, I just got the chills telling you that. Yeah, me too. It's... I, I would never think in a million years that someone would come and want to hear that, yeah. right? Or, and but that's exactly what she needed to hear. Mm-hmm. Well, what she, you know, and and it was amazing on 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 what she uh, took away from that reading. Mm-hmm. So to me, that just validates if you want to refer to him as a ghost. I, I maybe I I don't I I don't know, but it would be an energy that I could not receive information from. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. So you could like sense its presence, but not even, but, but not I, right. get anything. I, I couldn't get any info. I couldn't feel anything. Could And he had to do it through her. Huh. So it now you're getting into levels and our vibration and things like that, you know. So it, it all goes to one on when we get to the other side that we enter a level and then there could be levels below us and levels are high above us. It's almost like school. The more lessons our soul learns, the higher we, our soul graduates. Do you ever experience any fear now with with your connection to the spirit world? Um, I I wouldn't say fear. Um, I'm not I'm not I'm not afraid to die. I don't, I don't want to die, <laughs> but mm. the reality is we all are going to die at some point. I'm not afraid. I know I'll be greeted by my other loved ones. Um, and I wouldn't say it's a fear. I would just, you know, I just hope that people come with an, an, an expectation that uh, with, with no expectation, like this is, you know, and that they receive the information that they need to hear at that moment. Hmm. Do cool. your, do any of your, um, your kiddos, like I would, you know, imagine growing up with a mom who is um, a medium, like do, do either, like, how do they feel about it? Also, you know, do any of them like have those, those gifts or like inclinations or, or what does that look like? Well, again, like I said, we, I believe we all have the gift of connecting with our own departed loved ones. Mm-hmm. My son is very connected. He's a very awesome, like intuition, gut instinct. Uh, Victoria shows tendencies more like myself, uh, but, you know, she's young Mm -hmm. and, you know, doing her own thing. So Hmm. I I would, do you have any, oh, go ahead. No, you can go ahead, Becca. I was gonna say, do you have any, like, do people ever ask you for advice on how to tap into that connection? Like you were saying, they're able to access with their loved ones. Oh, sure. I I just tell people it's there. You just have to Mm -hmm. be open to it. You know, meditation is great. Just clearing your mind and having that, that clear mind. The other thing is to just start to take notice to the things that go on around you that is odd or weird, or you're like, oh, that's, that's, 
that seems like a coincidence that I'm smelling this perfume, but it reminds me of my grandmother. Know that that's her. Know that you're not crazy. It's not an imagination. Know that that is Mm -hmm. her letting you know that she's with you at that moment. I imagine a lot of it has to do with people in denial of what they're experiencing, right? And writing it off and sort of undermining it when it happens. That's probably what the biggest blocker is. Yeah, because like as a, that's why children, like really young children and animals are able to connect with spirit easier because their minds aren't busy or they're not bogged down with burdens and guilt, right? You know, we as adults, we, you know, if we think we see a shadow go by, we're like, oh my God, I don't know what that was. I thought I saw something. Or if you feel something or you, you or if, mm-hmm. Say if you see your grandfather's name in a license plate and you're like, ah, you know, you kind of blow it off, right? Mm. It's, you know, we kind of make excuses for the things that go on around us. Kids, what is that saying? Kids say the darndest things. (laughs) (laughs) They can't not. It was was so interesting. My, um, so my, after my grandfather passed, my Mm -hmm. grandmother, you know. Did he pass, did, did he pass from something of the throat and the chest? Because when I came into the reading, I, I kept having like difficulty, like, cause like I feel the way that someone passed yeah, and I, I have this, I was having this difficulty, like breathing, like kind of catching my breath. Um, and, and my throat felt restricted, which means that I couldn't communicate or say goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, he has, he started with like throat cancer and then ended up becoming bone cancer. But he said, I went very quickly. Yeah. So again, that's your interpretation. He goes, there are no regrets connected to my departure. I went on my terms. He said, do you know what that would have been like to watch me really, really deteriorate if I got this diagnosed earlier? We would have not been able to prevent it. Does that make sense to you? So know that he says it's almost like, like a gift that it was given that it wasn't detected. Because he made me feel like he goes, I took care of myself. I did, you know. Yeah, he was he was like crazy, <laughs> crazy in shape. He was like like late 70s, early 80s, still running these like baby marathons. Wow. <laughs> like he was just and then it happened so quickly and it was very, very, a very fast departure. Yeah. So he says there's a part of him that's grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Was having to watch. He goes, I don't need any help. Like I, I, like he showed me this thing of like me trying to help him pick up a package or like put something away. Like I don't need any help. Leave me alone. I could do it myself. You know, yeah. no help so from anyone ever. <laughs> it it would have been really hard for him to watch the family watch him be sick. Mm-hmm. So he says, no, that there are no regrets, and almost like he died on his terms. Mm-hmm. Is it your is it their anniversary or an anniversary? Because he just handed red roses to you, so that's my symbol for if that's maybe something he always gave your grandmother, or it's the anniversary of his death or someone's wedding anniversary. Their wedding anniversary is next week. Perfect. So no, that's his way of I, oh. something. I just asked him to validate that I interpreted it correctly, and more importantly, his way of sending his love to everyone here in the physical world. Does your grandmother have dreams of him? My so my grandparents like. Everyone in the family is a disaster relationship-wise <laughs> or history, but my my grandma and my grandpa have like the had the most incredible love story their whole life, mm-hmm. and she it's like all she talks about is my grandfather still, <gasps> and she, mm-hmm. every like like she's it's constant like she's 
and she doesn't like like you were saying she I think had that piece of knowing that he died in a way where they had it was quick but they Mm -hmm. had like good closure and she was able to be there with him but she talks she dreams about him constantly and he's funny he's funny though he's funny (laughs) he's playing he's playing the song for me unforgettable unforgettable (laughs) that and he's like that's me Teresa I am unforgettable <laughs> so I don't know if he if that was like his personality, if that's how he was. He well, him and my grandma, like, yeah, they would just dance. They would dance constantly mm-hmm. and like they'd go listen to music constantly and like, mm-hmm. but he's he is still an integral part in our family in every mm-hmm. way because he started the business that like brought my family over from Switzerland and they still oh, wow. ha- that's still the same business. He, mm-hmm. like, took care of everything always. His name is... We all see it every day because it's the name of the business that the family <laughs> works for. So no one forgets Boppy. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. That's amazing. But what a, a way for him to validate that. No, it's that's so... Oh, and then he just said to me, he goes, and do you know my wife, she still yells at me every day that I died. She goes, how could you die and leave me? <laughs> <laughs> they, I mean... Yeah, their 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 relationship. It's like it's like he hasn't. It almost feels like he like hasn't left. No, but that's what spirit really, honestly, loves the most. Like that, people always say, "I don't know how to honor them." I I want to be able to pay tribute to them. What your family is doing is exactly what spirit loves and 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 wants us to do. Mm. Like just keeping them a part of our lives, included in everything, and mm. that's what they love the most. That is so good. I mean, it's it's my my daughter. Um, I've talked about this before on the podcast, but my daughter has oh. like this like intense connection to mm-hmm. to my grandfather, and he he passed before she was ever born. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but she could tell you everything about him. Like she will know things and or just say things that he would say, yeah, or like from him, and that so that validates what we were talking about before mm-hmm. of children being able to sense and feel them. And she might, as she gets older, kind of not talk about it as much. It doesn't mean that he's not there. It's just that she's building her mind with other things. Right, right. Yeah. And yeah, she's, she was, it was um, probably last, I think last year. And my, and like when you were, I thought about this because when you were talking about the difference between like the children just saying it and seeing Mm -hmm. it is my grandma, um, right right when my grandfather died, she was visited every day, like by this hummingbird that would like sit on her, on her windowsill. Mm -hmm. And she didn't really talk to us about that ever. Um, Mm -hmm. and she kind of just like would write it off because it was like, oh, you know what? It's the adult thing, right? Mm -hmm. You're just like, oh, what a nice hummingbird. And it's been here a couple days. And, and last year we were outside at at her house and, um, this hummingbird like buzzes around and my daughter points at the hummingbird and she's like, it's Boppy. And my, my grandma Mm -hmm. was like shaking and we're like, we're like, Nana, what's going on? And she's just like, there was this hummingbird that like for the first few weeks after your Boppy died would just come and sit and like, and like, you know, my, my, my little one's just like, but it's Boppy. Like there's no, there wasn't any thought Mm -hmm. to her to like otherwise. And it's like, of course, Mm -hmm. Said it so matter-of-factly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
but that's the that's the that's the beauty of spirit and mm-hmm. spirit communication. And it's not that he is the hummingbird; mm-hmm. it's his soul validating his presence mm-hmm. to get you to notice the hummingbird. It's the same thing when you hear the song on the radio that reminds you of them, yeah. or if you you look at the clock and the time is always the same, or you see numbers that remind you. It's them validating that they're with you at that exact moment. Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. It, it it really is incredible. It's just, it's very, very intense. So I, I don't know what this is because I, I still have the thing with the throat, but I feel this, um, I can literally feel my heart beating. So the only symbol that I have for that is like if there was something with the heart or if you counted the heartbeats or if you would feel like his heartbeat or it's something because I, I, and this is why I say why I'm good at what I do. I don't have a meaning for this, yeah. like a lot of meanings for it. I really don't know what this means, but he's making me feel like you'll understand that. Well, when you said the throat and then the heart, so my, my grandfather on my mom's side, he had the throat cancer and the bone. My grandfather on okay. my dad's side had a heart attack when I was okay. really little and died. So they okay. both died very suddenly. So it could just be his way of making his presence known as well. Yeah. Did somebody have a miscarriage or a termination? They lost a child that didn't get the opportunity to walk here in the physical world? Yeah. Okay. So know that the soul is safe and at peace on the other side and the mm. soul continues to grow. There's also, um, I don't know who lost the dog. Mm-hmm. Someone <laughs> lost the dog as well? Yeah. As my dog just started barking downstairs. <laughs> so just validating that all souls, even if they didn't know each other here in the physical world, connected, they are connected on the other side. My, and more importantly, that they're safe and at peace. So my my grandfather who died of the heart attack, his like, so my memory, like, because he died when I was like four years old and oh. he would carry me around and his tiny dog. And that oh was, my God. and that's like my clearest memory is like Monty, this little dog. And he's this, he was so big and what? he would like hold both of us. And, oh my God. And after that's he passed, great. the dog was heartbroken and, and um only lasted mm-hmm. for maybe about another year Wow. Um, even though the dog wasn't that old, just because the dog was so connected to him. So mm-hmm. that would that, definitely make sense to me that they have a connection like beyond. Yeah. Mm. And, and I think because people always ask that they wonder like about pets and, you know, do they go, do they go to heaven? Yeah. So. Yeah. I, there's certain animals that, yeah, you, you wonder, I'm like, that dog, that Monty dog was like, that was his other, that was his other arm. Like there was no yeah. differentiation. Like mm-hmm. I said, my memories of him aren't, you know, are somewhat vague because I was so young, but. Wow. Um, but yeah, that makes sense then with the heart for sure. See, so even after all these years, because people will ask that too. They'll say, you know, how soon can someone communicate? Um, what if someone's gone for a really long time? Yeah. And for me, I've sent souls from the moment their soul left the physical body. Hmm. Um, and then there were times where someone would say, oh my God, they've been passed for like 60 years. Hmm. So for me, if spirit needs to and has to get a message across, they're not going to put anything past us. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they're going to do whatever they can to get that message across. Does spirit like eventually, like, I, I imagine because there's so many people who have 
lived and died mm-hmm. in the world around us. Does spirit eventually sort of like pass on or fade away? Because I'm wondering how you would not be overwhelmed by, you know, well, millions of spirits. I, be- I believe in past lives. I believe that we we come back again. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in other forms. Um, I've done past life regressions and I've seen what my soul has been in previous lives and things like that. That's why, you know, like when you meet people and you're like, I feel like I've met you. I know you. I know you. That's the soul remembering. It's the same thing when you have deja vu and you're like, how, why does this feel so like I did this before? Probably because your soul experienced it before. Mm-hmm. That they, they've also said that um, through certain studies that people that have um, fears, it's because they experienced that in a previous life as well. Right, right. And that's just the soul remembering, not the physical mind, the soul. And that's why you feel so connected to right. that. Right. It's like, why all of a sudden is one person like so unbelievably scared of snakes and their brother's like, I love a snake. <laughs> like, it doesn't, mm-hmm. like, how does that work? Why is that the way yeah. it is? That's what they say. And you know what? I, I, I always say like, sometimes it's just, it's just the way that it is. Like, and that's why I think I, I love I, I, that I'm, I'm kind of like that. Like, it's just, that's the way that it is. I can't explain it. I've always said since the, when people say, well, what happens? And I'm like, I don't know. It's just like, my mind goes blank. It's almost like spirit clears out my, my own personal thoughts, feelings, and emotions. And then it just becomes the thought of spirit of what they want to communicate or the person that I'm reading. And I actually did something live um, on Dr. Oz Mm -hmm. uh, with this, with Dr. Amen, a world-renowned brain expert. And he actually read my brain as I was reading someone. And he said that it was almost like I had no activity. It was was showing that I had no activity in my brain, but I was clearly talking. You know, we also did it on Long Island Medium. It's so interesting. And um, it, it validated for me that what I felt was was, I guess, scientifically correct. Like, it's almost like I, he's like, your brain literally flatlined. He's like, but you were talking. Wow. So. That's so wild. Yeah. When you, uh, so obviously Long Island Medium has been going on for so many years. You've had so many different experiences. Crazy. Uh, Is there, (laughs) is there a, a specific one that stands Mm. out to you as like maybe the most like emotional experience to you? The one that you felt Mm. maybe the most like, you know, that you think about constantly still. I, I have to say, and I don't mean to sound cliche, Every person that I read, I hold a special place in my heart for mm. because it has changed their lives. They were suffering. They they weren't. They were having trouble moving on. Yeah. The second you started to ask me that, I saw this little boy Shane, um, and Shane's story is uh, Shane was mentally disabled, mm. and his parents came for a reading, and. Um, I didn't know this at the time, but they were on the brink of a divorce, uh, ready to get separated. And what happened was um, Shane's mom never left him. She always watched him. And this one day she decided to go to her daughter's dance recital and she left Shane home with his dad. And um, Shane ended up opening the sliding door, getting out and drowning in the family swimming pool. Oh my God. And the mom was very angry and blamed the husband. And during the reading, um, Shane's soul came forward. I could start crying right now. Um, 
And he said, mom, how many times did I get out of that sliding door with you? Mm. How many times did I get out in the backyard? He said, it was dad's soul's journey to carry my death, not yours. That was so powerful. And still Mm -hmm. to this day, I get a Christmas card from them every Mm. single year and the family is back together. Wow. So for nothing else, but I, I, I don't think people realize that what I do is so much more than me communicating with people that have died. Mm-hmm. It restores people's faith, gives them encouragement, reunites families back together. You know how many times people come and they're not speaking to other family members mm-hmm. in the family because of, of a situation before someone died. So it's so much more than um, just communicating with people that have died. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's truly a healing journey for some mm-hmm. people that they yeah. wouldn't have access to otherwise, perhaps. And, and and for me, like, I never had that experience. I mean, yes, I've lost loved ones. Um, and But the tragedies and the way that people die is... is is in, insane sometimes. And I, I still have my parents. I live right next door to my parents. I live right next door to where I grew up. And I only lost my grandparents. I, I was 42 mm. when my grandmother died and then my grandfather passed, you know, six year, five years later. So I was very blessed to have them in my life. Mm. So that's why I would say to people, please don't take things for granted because what you experience is not like what everyone else does. Mm. No, I so- have a question. Um, oh, hold on one second. <laughs> the joys of working, working at home. From home is just fantastic, home. right? But you, you know my what? boyfriend that- comes in. He's like, "That's my laptop. I got to go to work." I'm like, "No." <laughs> well, that's how it kind of is with me with spirit. It's like, "Hey, Teresa, if you think you're going shopping, we got a message to deliver." So. <laughs> okay, broads, got to pause and have to be real with you. Okay. Oftentimes, I find myself looking at Instagram yelling, how do they do it all? <laughs> I'm referring to looking especially at busy at moms. Yes, it's you. At me. For okay. sure. I mean, that's also, yes. Uh, <laughs> looking at busy moms who manage to have a perfect house, perfect family, perfect okay, job. Mommy. Well, you know, don't sell yourself short, queen. Thank you. Um, and still manage to have time for blowouts and not picnics me. in the park. Not me. Okay. <laughs> Definitely not me. No, we've reeled that out. let me just bring you in on a little secret broads the key to managing everything is to not manage everything okay Mm. the biggest time (laughs) (laughs) and boom the biggest time save for me has been optimizing meal time by you guessed it having help and i don't mean like a chef please people how much do you think i make i wish that was me (laughs) wish that was me but honestly it doesn't matter because i might as well have a chef in my house because i'm using daily harvest i have actually i had two daily harvest meals today i had a smoothie for breakfast and then for dinner i made some rice and had one of their bowls and threw the bowl on top so delicious it's easy You know, it's good and it's easy. Daily Harvest is the ultimate time saver when it comes to getting healthy, nutritious, and delicious meals in your mouth or on the table for your family. Because Daily Harvest is a food delivery service that brings you delicious foods built on organic fruits and vegetables, and it takes just minutes to prepare. They never use preservatives. They never use added sugar, even with their ice cream, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, No artificial ingredients. And because they're frozen at the peak of freshness, they taste as amazing as if they were picked and prepared that same day. It's, It's great. It's great. And you may think smoothies when you hear Daily Harvest, but broads, they are so much more than Mm -hmm. that now. There's an 
option for literally any meal, any yeah. time of day. Of course, you have your smoothies for breakfast, also crispy flatbreads, harvest bowls, soups, ice cream, like you said. It's impossible to pick my favorite, but I am so into their artichoke and spinach Ooh. flatbread right now. Oh my gosh. Yum. Cauliflower crust. Oh my Lord. And also my classic fave, Brussels sprouts and lime pad thai harvest Ooh, bowl. Oh, I haven't tried that yet. I'll try it. Oh, girl. It's so good. Well, get started today. Go to dailyharvest.com and enter promo code chatty. You're going to get $25 off your first box. That's $25 off your first box when you go to dailyharvest.com and enter promo code chatty. I am so beyond excited to talk about this I just had a snack from this company too. I'm I'm living one giant ad. (laughs) You're living an ad. And let me tell you something. I'm drooling thinking about it. So I'm a snacker. I love to snack. I live to snack. And if you enjoy snacking as much as I do, you have to. And I'm saying this as a demand. You have to try High Key Snacks, the brand that brings you the taste of the snacks you love minus the ingredients that you don't love. Okay, so my favorite High Key Snack, without a doubt, is their dark chocolate almond caramel clusters. They're amazing. They're They're so sweet. It's almost unbelievable. They have no added sugar. And they have everything under the sun, too. They have macaroons, chocolate peanut butter cookies, granola, cereal. They even have mixes for baking brownies and sweetbreads. And they're constantly putting out new delicious recipes. Broads, I don't know if you have often tried these healthy snack alternatives. Well, most of the time they do taste like cardboard, if we're Mm. being honest. Uno, thanks. I'll pass. Not high key. I took my first bite and I was actually, I was legitimately shouting at Evan about Mm. how good they were. I was yelling at him. I was so excited. Um, They say no sacrificing in 2021, babes. Okay, High Key delivers. No sacrificing. That's their their catchphrase. High Key delivers snacks right to your door, which if I'm being honest, getting cookies and candy delivered to your door is kind of the greatest delivery ever. And all of their products have a 100% money-back guarantee so you can try everything risk-free. Snacking is a regular act activity always in my house but now i have this healthier way to do it with high key and so beyond delicious you can get 15 percent off your order at highkey.com slash chatty they guarantee you'll love it or you get your money back so to get 15 percent off your order go to highkey.com slash chatty that's highkey.com slash chatty that is actually a perfect <laughs> that is actually a perfect segue into my next question which was can you like if you're talking to us right now are you sort of saying like I'll put you like hold please like just no pass. like I said what I needed to say to Jess like yeah. that's what was was coming up and what I felt because I felt it as I went into the reading and I would say to spirit you need to push me enough to mm. get me to say something you just can't show me what you know you have to make the opportunity present itself you know yeah. um, and I can tell you that there is a soul present that is showing me that they died uh, tragically and that they were young which is my symbol for that they left the physical world before we feel their time. Fair enough? Yes, 100%. Okay. So it's their soul making their presence. Now, remember what I say, because I felt that they took a responsibility to their departure. I feel very private of who they are. I don't yes. know why. Yes. And I, I have to respect that. I am not going to force a soul to say, you need to tell me who you are, but I need to respect that for them and also for the person that I'm reading. So I want you to know that they're making me feel very, very protective. Uh, they don't want to to divulge even the relationship of who they are, which is fine. But it needed to be validated that you know that even though they left the physical world in a tragic way, the soul is safe and at peace with God because they started doing the sign of the cross and stood with the Blessed Mother. 
that is just my symbol for that the soul is safe and at peace with God and to stop worrying that they're not okay. And that was your biggest fear that they would not be at peace. I felt someone just lean over and kiss you and said, I love you very much. And I want to thank you for making, giving me unconditional love. Do you understand that? Do you connect with sunflowers or yellow flowers? Okay. I just asked for a valid. My, my job is just to, I don't have to understand anything as long as you understand it. And I just asked for a validation and that's what I was shown. Do you feel something like standing next to you? Or do you feel something on your right side? Do you feel like there's some, a presence there? When you said like that he leaned over and kissed me, I like okay. imagined it coming from this okay. side. Know that that was his soul. Know that that was his soul. <laughs> I keep saying the words, I'm sorry. <laughs> so I don't know. Sometimes whatever that either. means, sorry, having to live life without them or what, what, whatever that may be. Sorry for leaving so quickly, whatever it may be. Yeah, I don't know why he has any reason to say I'm sorry. He's probably going to get pissed about this, but it's my grandpa. And I know, I already know, like when you said the protective thing, I've said before mm-hmm. to Jess, whenever we've we talk to, about we've him. We've had to, to when, you're, when this was all happening back, like. We've had to remove things because you've talked oh, about I've, the how I protected say, and private he was from the podcast. I always, yeah. yeah, I always say I'm like, you need to cut that out. Like, I just mm-hmm. feel like I'm not even supposed to be like, if I post anything about social media just remotely related to him, I'm like, I don't think I should. Like, oh, so that's interesting. You know, look, when spirit has me say th- things, you have to interpret it yeah. on your how it how it fits for you or for them. But I love how he made me see. That's one of the things I want. I need spirit to communicate with their personality, the way that they were, because it really validates their soul because no matter what, you know, because people say, Oh, of course she lost her grandfather, but not knowing that how he was, what his personality was like. Correct. Very private and very private about the people he loved. And like, mm -hmm. and, and I've, I've had that sense. And I've talked to Jess about that all the time about how, like, I don't know. I just feel like we should take that out. I just don't think that I like, I don't think we should be talking about him. Listen, maybe that's his form of saying, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you feel that you have to do that. I'm sorry that that might mess up things for you (laughs) or by change, change things. Not really, you know, in in a negative way, but you know, I'm sorry for that. I'm sorry what that left you with, however you can interpret it. Is there a book or something? Do you have what is handwriting in it? Or is there some type of book? I don't know that if you, if you read it or if there's like a poem or something or a famous Mm -hmm. saying that he would always say. No, but I write about him a lot. Oh, okay. I'll, yeah. I'll accept that. I'll, I'll accept that. Do you write about the things that he would say or the, or quotes or sayings or things that he, he taught you? No, just I talk about our, I just talk about us, about the things I experience and I process oh, okay. through, I process through mm-hmm. his death a lot and I process mm-hmm. through what that experience is like for my family and, mm-hmm. and a it's lot hard. about, yeah, it's, yeah, it's horrible. He said, tell her I didn't suffer. I'm going to just say this. This is the important part. I don't have to know certain things, 
I say things for a reason. I use examples for a reason. And this is what I say. And I'm not being egotistical because I don't have an ego. This is why I'm good at what I do. I read with respect. I don't care. People can say whatever they want about me. As long as you understand it, that is all I care about. That's, that's it. And I know I use examples for reasons. I say things for a reason. And it is spirit getting me to say those things. No, we will leave it at this. Know that he did not suffer to his death. Do you understand that? I felt a blunt force to the back of my head and he snapped his fingers. That is my symbol for that whatever happened, there was multiple things that might've happened. Yeah. But he did not suffer to the death. And it's almost like this is why it's so heart-wrenching because we're trying to figure out exactly what happened, what it was like for him, what really did happen because you feel that there are pieces missing to the puzzle to his death. Yeah. And then we go in the negative realm. And he says, just know that my, I didn't suffer to my death. My soul is safe and at peace. Mm. And I love you for loving me so much. Did he have like a hammer or like, was he good with tools? Because he's like, come over and look at my toolbox. <laughs> Next thing I know, I'm in his garage. <laughs> and he showed me all his stuff. But that would be him, right? He built my grandparents' house. <gasps> oh, my God. And it actually... <sighs> It just burned down this summer in the fires here in California. Oh, my God. Oh, so I'm going to say this to you because this might have a different meaning, and I've never had this before. He showed me like a piece of like a uh, shiplap, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then I saw like um, a name burnt in it. Mm-hmm. So typically I would say to someone, did you have, was his name like carved in something or did you burn his name in something? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Did you take a piece of wood from the bur- from the house or did you go back to where the house was and someone retrieved something that was charred? No, I mean, we haven't gone back at all yet, actually. Um, okay, remember that. I don't know because sometimes when spirit is so specific on something and we can't connect with it now, it doesn't mean that it's not right. It might be something that might come up. You might mm-hmm. talk to someone in your family and they say, oh my God, I was thinking of going up there and I was hoping that I could retrieve something yeah. from a piece of wood. Yeah, some of my family members have been talking about going up. No one's gone up yet to to see the property. Now, remember, I'm very adamant about this. When spirit brings up something like this, this doesn't mean you tell your parents or your family, be like, hey, listen, I spoke to Teresa, the Long Island medium, and (laughs) grandpa brought this up. We better get a road trip up there. (laughs) That's not what this is. It's validating that he knows. More importantly, his soul was present for the conversation. Mm. And if we do go, his soul will go with us. Mm. That's it. Mm. That's it. Got it. Who plants the roses? (laughs) You know that song, I never promised you a rose garden. (laughs) I don't know. I I, I know the song, but I don't know the song. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know the song. (laughs) All right, Miss Fancy Pants, who's probably like 20. (laughs) I think I just aged myself without blurting out my age. Dated myself, I should say. (laughs) I'm sure there are are plenty of broads listening to this right now. All the broads are singing along with you right now, Teresa. 
They're be messaging us about us right us later. Becca, Jess, how did you know that well, song? I mean, my my grandpa was uh, he was a florist. That was his profession. Are you freaking kidding me? All right, I gotta go. I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta go. I'm no. done. I know you're bringing up the flowers. Well, you're bringing as soon up the as you roses. Said the I'm like flowers. I was. Like, I know. I'm like a little bit heavy handed here. Yeah, he was a florist. His whole life was like dedicated to flowers. Oh my! And I and I literally sang. You never promised me a rose garden. I I'm, I, I don't know who sang it. Na, na, na. I never promised you a rose garden. And I'm not a singer. We need some auto tune here. Where's your husband? <laughs> we'll get you sounding great. Just- <laughs> uh, wow. Say who? Whoever would have thought. Mm. Never. Right. And mm. and those are the things of that I love about spirit. They give us exactly what we need at the exact moment. And it might not only be for you, but for other members of the family. Mm. And same thing for you, Jess, for your grandfather, like your, for your grandfather to be able to acknowledge the anniversary. No, I'm I'm that's so exciting. Like it means everything to her. And she brings roses, you know, every week to his tomb. and. Yeah. and to know that that he's acknowledged. I can't really hear you. Yeah, just yeah. for some reason you like cut out. I don't I think you're connecting now to the laptop mic, not your actual mic. Oh, really? Yeah, cuz you sound really really far away. Listen, that could be spirit. Does that typically happen? No. <laughs> no. It's never. No, okay. Don't blame this on me. I am just saying. <laughs> is it's it, not me. It's Is it your still dead like people. that? It's it's, not, it's your dead people working their little magic in here. Yeah, not me. You're it, welcome. <laughs> well, I am curious about with with spirits. Do you ever like channel through objects, or is it mostly just people? Yeah, I don't. I don't really need anything. Some some mediums do. You know, that's why I would say like mediums aren't better than another. We're just different on how we channel, how we communicate. Uh, some people hold things. Uh, you know, I could be delivering messages. Sometimes someone will come for a reading and a soul will come forward for someone else that isn't even in the room. Mm. That's interesting. Do you feel like you've gotten better over the years? Like, do you think as a, as a medium honing your craft is a thing? I I, I think it's not, I I wouldn't say better. And and I'm going to say this. I never stop learning. Mm. My gift is always growing. It's always changing. Um, I think, because listen, (laughs) I didn't grow up and, you know, say to my parents, so I think I'm going to talk to dead people for a living. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's nothing that you, you know, that, that you think that you do. I think I, 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 over the years, I've become comfortable mm-hmm. with expressing it to strangers. I mean, because it was a big thing for me of like, I never thought I would be where I was. I mean, I, you know, I was reading people out of my home. I was going to people's homes. I was doing group readings. I was doing gallery readings. I never thought in a million years that, I mean, when Courtney Mullen came to me, my manager, and said, you want to do a television show, I literally thought, like, I was going to, like, film a couple of episodes. I'm over there still making appointments for, like, two years later. And, you know, I never would have thought. I mean, Long on the Medium has been on the air for over 10 years. I mean, it's incredible. I never thought. And... I couldn't leave my house. Here I am. I live on a tour bus for six weeks at a time, traveling all over the country, doing live shows, standing on a stage in front of thousands and thousands of people. Mm. Never in a million years. But um, now I forgot what I was talking about. This is what happens when you, I don't know if another <laughs> dead person is trying to come in. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm sure someone's trying to get their word in. 
<laughs> oh, God, I could feel it. It's so heavy. But, um, you know, I, I, so I don't, I don't think that uh, crafted or I think I just became more comfortable with, um, with who I and the work that I was meant to do in the mm. physical world. Mm. Who, who's, who's coming through? Oh, I don't know. I, I, I didn't feel like that. I just felt like that, uh, like a heaviness uh, in mm. my head. So sometimes that's just energy is trying to come through. You also have to understand sometimes souls, they can make their presence known. It doesn't mean that the other person needs to hear a message. Sure. Not everyone needs that, you know? Um, and I think that's the thing also that I always find surprising with spirit is <laughs> um, all the people that I go up to when, when you see on Long Island Medium, random, not one person has ever said to me, listen, lady, you're freaking crazy. Get the hell out of my way. <laughs> Nobody has ever said that to me, but they've always needed exactly what it was. And sometimes mm. people, you know, you talked about my kids before, like my kids don't know any different. They would be in school. Like people would be like, oh, my, my mommy's a teacher, a nurse. My daddy's a fireman, a police officer. There's my kids. My dad is an Italian importer and my mom talks to dead people. <laughs> like, you know... <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, my God. No one really knew. Like, there were people, after Long Island Medium came out, um, I remember there were a couple of moms uh, that my son had gone to school with their kids, and they'd say, oh, my God, I never thought, I never knew that that's what you did. So all those times that we were sitting on the baseball field and you would bring up my father, that was my dad coming through? Like, (laughs) you know, so that was uh, pretty cool. Yeah. Wow. You know, because listen, I... It's not a comfortable thing. Like if people say, what do you do for a living? You know, it's whenever I get an Uber, you know, they're so chatty, those drivers. (laughs) What do you do for a living? So I tell them I do speaking engagements. I don't know what else to say. Like, (laughs) look, I'll tell you what, if I was driving an Uber, though, and my passenger said they were a medium, I was like, I would be like, all right, let's go. Yeah, Yeah, I got some questions for you. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. But you know, what's funny is, well, that's not funny. It makes sense. It seems like you don't get exhausted of doing the job that you do. It seems like you're very like the opposite, energized. Mm -hmm. What's actually exhausting is when I block it. And I don't mean Mm. blocking it when I don't use my Mm. gift, when when I'm not channeling, because it actually takes more energy for me to keep them at bay than it does for me saying, oh, okay, what do you want to say? Now we can move on, Mm. you know? Yeah. That's so Otherwise, does that kind of weigh you down? It kind, it kind of weighs down. See, so now my headache is, and I felt that there was a mother energy, but I felt like she wasn't able to communicate, whether it was like Alzheimer's, dementia, or not being able to communicate in the end. Mm. I feel like this is coming. I feel like there's a lot of... Does this ever happen to you? Do you ever have spirits that are coming through? Like, basically, they want someone else to hear a message, like, so, like one of my family members who needs I, to hear... I just said that a few seconds, a few minutes ago of that. Sometimes it's not for us. Mm -hmm. It could be for someone else because spirit will use any window of opportunity. So know whoever departed from the not being able to communicate anything with the brain, knowing, not wanting us to remember them in that way. Mm -hmm. And that knowing that they did every, because I just saw the light switch. So when they, when spirit turns off a light switch, that's my symbol for that. We had to make choices and decisions connected to that passing, whether Mm -hmm. it be 
a doctor, a procedure, putting them in a facility, not putting them in whatever the choices or decisions were by showing me that, that's my symbol for that they support every choice and decision. Mm. But I also saw my hands were tied, like almost like they didn't have any other choice or decision. Like that was, they were at their last wits end. They had to. Yeah, my great grandma had, uh, she had Alzheimer's when she passed, who incidentally is... My my grandma's mom, who is also the wife of my grandpa, who was talking to you earlier. So basically, like both her husband and her mom seem to be kind oh, of coming wow. through. So that's why I was there wondering. I'm like, I wonder if this mm-hmm. is. I wonder if this is for my nana. It seems like well, my nana needs to hear these things. Don't don't wonder things when I'm around. <laughs> <laughs> Just believe it. Mm. Oh. That's good. Wow. That's amazing. I'll pass that on. Don't worry, Nanny. I'll remember. Mm. <laughs> and, and not remembering them in that way because that's so important. Because spirit, set, spirit will have me say this over and over to, to people. The moment my soul left the physical body, they leave behind every and any disability and or ailment. They do not take it with them on the other side. That is why it's why I want spirit to communicate with their personality because Mm -hmm. it validates that they are okay, that they're at peace, they're not suffering. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was interesting when you were saying that earlier when you were talking about um, the little boy who passed away who was mm-hmm. mentally disabled. And I thought that it's like, you know, spirit doesn't seem to have any of the physical limitations that no. we may have on earth. Yes. Hmm. That's really powerful. Yeah. What does it sound like when you have, chi- like when you have children come through, is it more of like, do you sense a more childlike presence or a lack of? Um, It depends. Some children will come through very mature, which validates that they're an old soul. Mm. Uh, Sometimes an older soul will come through and act like childlike, but that's the way they were. They might have been immature or childlike. Um, Typically, um, and I'm saying this only because this is what I'm seeing as you're asking me this, I would see like a princess nightgown for a little girl, Mm. usually under the age of seven is the princess nightgown Mm. um, for a little girl. Um, it, it, it all depends on, on how the child got, sometimes I'll hear laughter or dancing and just, I'll just feel like I'm jumping around. I can't sit still. I'll know that it's a child. I can't explain it. It's just a knowing. Yes. Mm. A sense. I, I can't, yeah. Like I can't, that, that, that's what always gets me when people are like, well, she does this and she does that. I'm like, I'm so glad they know. Cause I have no idea. <laughs> I'm like, it just happens. <laughs> have you ever channel or have you ever sensed a, um, like, I, don't know, I guess this is kind of a funny question. A medium who has passed? Like, can you sense people that have connection oh. to the spirit world after they've passed? I don't know if I've ever had that. Like an actual, I guess, a well-known medium or something. I, I, I don't I know. I guess I was I mean, just thinking, like, if you can sense that someone who's now in the spirit well, world had a connection to the spirit world when they were on Earth. I've actually never had that. Huh. So I... I will say if I'm reading someone, there is a sign that I have that they're more spiritually connected than the average person. Oh, okay. Okay, so I'll know that sometimes because I might say to someone, oh, and I'm just going to hypothetical this. Oh, your grandmother passed. And they'll say, oh, my my grandmother used to read tea leaves. Or my grandmother did what you did. Mm -hmm. My grandmother, you know, read cards. Oh, sure. They're usually Mm -hmm. more, usually the person, I I guess because why I've never had that is because the person would... uh, would tell me 
before, you know, because they get excited that their loved one came forward, you know? Right. And they go, oh my God, she or the, she loved you. She watched your show. Like, that's another crazy thing. It's like, oh my God, like, how could that be? You know, like, it's like, they're like, oh my God, my mom used to watch a show every night and she wasn't afraid to die because she watched Long Island oh, wow. Medium. So, yeah, yeah. Wow. So. Huh. Do you feel like, I've heard people say this before, if, People pass suddenly. Does their spirit have more of a connection to like the world? I've heard people say that before, like their souls are lingering. Well, I, you know, again, I only, there are again, mediums or people that work in that realm. I've never had a soul come to me and say, I'm stuck. Help me cross over. I've never had that. Is that, does that happen when they're able to deliver a message of saying that they're sorry or realizing um, that, that um, how they lived their life affected you in a negative way? And then maybe they, their soul will graduate to another level, maybe. Hmm. Uh, that most likely happens. Hmm. Um, but I, I've never had a soul because people ask me, do you think there's a hell? And I'll say, listen, Spirits never said to me, Teresa, it's hot down here. So I go with, there's no, I don't know if there is one. I don't want to go there. Um, But that's why I use that example of what I channeled before of like what I felt. And I can only share with you what I experienced. Sure. Um, And for other people, it might be different. I do, I I do know that um, because souls will come forward and say certain things to someone and they will show me my symbol to say to them, you never expected them to say that. And it's usually with an apology and very specific on what they're apologizing Mm. for. And from what the souls of the departed have explained to me is when the soul leaves the physical body, they're immediately greeted by other loved ones that have went before them and then their spirit guides. And then they have to go through a life review. They have to relive their life through the people's eyes that they hurt or disappointed Mm -hmm. to feel what it was like. And when they learn that lesson completely is when they can come through and apologize. Mm -hmm. So the soul actually uh, does graduate Mm -hmm. in a sense, grows. And based on what you were saying earlier with the, with the boyfriend, you know, of Mm -hmm. that girl, it sounds like you just don't have any connection. Like you were saying to like those darker sides of the spirit realm. Yeah. Which good I, for I you. <laughs> yeah, I listen. I don't. I don't want. You know, that was one of the things. I don't want to be scared. I'm afraid. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to work on. You know, murder cases. I don't want to. You know, if uh, I, I do, unfortunately, get a lot of people that unfortunately have been murdered sure. or died in in or took their own life, but they're delivering message of healing. Mm-hmm. I literally said I want to be able to help people move forward with their life here in the physical world. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- there are so many things that are so unexplainable. Um, you know, like I said before, I would go out and travel around uh, the, the, the country, if you don't mind me sharing this story, but just to show you on how you can't make this stuff up. Mm. Several years back, I, um, I was doing a, a live show uh, in an arena. There had to be over 5,000 people there. And these uh, three young boys were coming forward and saying that they all died in a car accident. <sighs> But the boy that was driving was in the audience and they wanted to speak. And they were, I I was off the stage. I was down in the crowd. I stopped in front of this young man all the way in the back on the floor in the arena. And I said to him, I said, were you driving the car? I don't, I don't even know how I found this kid. You know, it was just spirit guides me. And he stood up and he said, yes. He said, I was driving a car where three of my friends died. 
one of the boys stepped forward and said, I want to thank you for wanting to reach out to my mom and letting her know that you were sorry, but you couldn't. Mm. And that I want my mom to know that you are remorseful and that you are sorry. But, and the boy said, but we all made decisions to get in that car that night. You were not the only one. You did not force us. We all got in that car that night. With that, now out of 5,000 people, what are the odds of me being in the back of this arena? I, he, the young man tells me to look up. I look up from the bleachers. There's a woman walking down and she says, that's my son you're channeling. Oh, yes. God. Yeah. Wait, it gets better. She comes down, embraces this young man and says, I know, I'm sorry that you had to serve jail time connected to the death of my son because you did all make decisions. That that accident was not only your fault. She says, I am so sorry. And he was not allowed to reach out because he didn't know this young boy's family as well as the other two boys. How insane is that? Oh, my God. And for people to witness this moment of this young man being able to say, I am so sorry. I'm sorry that my actions that night took your son's life. And for the mother to say, I forgive you. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's life altering. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. And I'm beautiful. And, and, and weird and, and insane all at the same time, right? Like who would ever think? Who would ever think a person that walked into that arena? This is what people always say with my live shows. They'll say, I walked into that theater, didn't know what was going to happen, didn't expect anything, and left witnessing something that was life-changing. Mm. Yeah, and I was just going to say, I'm sure there was something in them telling mm-hmm. them to, yeah. to go, and, you know, yeah. they're like, oh, that's dumb. All right, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'll go. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure that's I mean, a little nudge of the spirit world guiding yeah. people. There's countless stories of young children that have come that that lost their, their father, this one boy that I've still stayed in contact with, um, where he lost his dad. And he was going down a very destructive path. And his mother dragged him to the show, dragged him. And he sat there like this with his arm, his arms folded and not like wanting, wanted to have nothing to do with me. And um, it changed his life. Here he is. He's off in college. He was down a very destructive path. And, you know, I don't think people realize how powerful something like that is for someone. And I always say, you know, you listen to messages you watch Long Island Media, might attend one of my live shows, even bought one of my books, might even listen to my podcast. Um, but I don't think they realize these messages are a million times more healing mm-hmm. to the person that is receiving them than you can ever imagine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, can you plug away all those different things that you were just please. talking about, <laughs> ways that people can connect with you? Please. Oh, please, sure. Because there is that uh, well, new podcast. Yeah, I, and yes, there is so my good. new podcast <laughs> called uh, Hey Spirit. But I always say this, or, um, always just go to my website, TeresaCaputo.com. Uh, that's where you can find out all information connected to me. All my social media is TeresaCaputo.com. I am verified. Um, my podcast, Hey Spirit, did we already say that? 
<laughs> Say it again. Say it as many times hey, as you want. Hey, spirit, it's me, Teresa Caputo. <laughs> um, but um, and, and I am, you know, even in this craziness in the world, um, you know, I, I am starting to do uh, live events. We're testing it out on the end of the month in cool. February in Arizona and outdoor event outdoors. Every, you purchase your own pod. So maybe I'll be coming to a city or state near you where you'll be able to see me live. It'll be a very, very intimate um, setting. It's like 250 people. Everyone has their own pods outdoors. Everyone's wearing masks. And so I'm really super excited to get back out there. And because people need closure, mm-hmm. uh, I don't even like to use the word closure, healing mm-hmm. and peace more than ever. A lot of people had died over this pandemic, their loved ones not knowing what happened to them, mm-hmm. if they were afraid, what what really went on. And um, it's... Uh, very, very difficult time for a lot of people. And that's something that I think my gift also offers is peace and more, most importantly, hope. Mm-hmm. So, And Discovery Plus, you can watch all the Long Island Medium episodes because we all know right now it is the binge time. It is the binge season. We're all is, at, most of us are all at home and I have been watching them and they have just been bringing so much joy back into my life. So... <laughs> Uh, definitely everyone go check that out. Also, Discovery Plus has so many great things that you can watch as well. Oh. Look at you. It's almost like you're sponsored by them. You're it's, just you're <laughs> plugging away. But it, but you know what? I'm like that. Like I, I talk about, and I'm sure you guys do too. You talk about what you love, right? I, I don't I don't need that to, you know, I, I share because people always ask me, like, what do you do? What do you watch? What do you and I and I share that with people, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, but it but it is, it's so it's so I mean, that's something that that's uh just only a couple of weeks out, this Discovery Plus and Long Island Medium will be exclusively only on Discovery uh, Plus. And it is weird. Like I watched myself season one. I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> that has to be a trip to go back down memory oh. lane. <laughs> God, and I'll never forget because my hair was so short. Everyone's like, oh, but I had my grandmother had just died. Mm. And I went to the salon and I sat there. I was having a bad day. So this is a note to everyone out there. When you're having a bad day, do not get your hair cut. Do not do it. And I was just like, cut it off, cut it off. I just, I felt like I just needed to. And that's how I ended up with my short hair. I never had short hair before. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like, oh. Brought me right back. Kind of iconic, though. You know, who knows? Maybe that was for a reason. Maybe without the short hairdo, (laughs) it wouldn't have been as much of a thing. And maybe you wouldn't have got renewed for a second season. Who knows? Exactly. It had to be the hair. (laughs) It was definitely the hair. (laughs) Well, Teresa, thank you so much for being here. It was wonderful getting to talk with you. you. And I, for one, totally appreciate what you do. It is so healing and helpful. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much for having the conversation with both of us and the healing that that was for us. And for all the broads, all in the episode notes will be all the ways to find Teresa, live shows, podcasts, Discovery Plus, all of that. And um, thank you so much again. And broads, we'll chat soon.